Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Kylie and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Alex Ferrario. It is BKM Ferrario as it is time now for our weekly hit with Ben Heisler, the managing editor for Bet Sided, as we take a look at week number three in the NFL and, of course, some college football as well. Heis, how are you today, my man? Hello, gentlemen. Happy Thursday. I'm wondering if I should go ahead and bet my mortgage on the Cardinals to win 12 straight games. That's been it's been a lot of fun, even for this Cub fan uh, living in Kansas City, where I feel like uh, the St. Louis dividing line sort of breaks us up a little bit. I have to say, like, just to give me a little bit of drama down the back end of the season, watching the Cardinals play this well has been a lot of fun. Well, Heist, not to pick on you, but I can imagine as a Cubs fan for how disastrous this season has been, it, it is a little exciting for you. And look, if you got your mortgage willing to spend on the Cardinals, I know Tanner Hendrickson over here threw 25 bucks down on the Cardinals to win. Whoa. B, yeah, BK over here might just tell Kara that all of the money for the wedding is going towards the Cardinals to a World Series. It's so, fine. We're going to win it back, Heist. Yeah, if you got it, Heist, I'd say throw it down, my man. I don't know if I necessarily have it. I have it for the mortgage, and I suppose <laughs> that if I go ahead and use it and they win, then I have enough for two mortgages. There so, you go. Uh, I'll go. There you go. That's the math in my head. Uh, I will say this, though. Our, our own Ian McMillan over at uh, Betside the last couple of days has been on St. Louis as big um, you know, money line underdogs in those games, and sure enough, they've come through. So, so when you're hot, you're hot. Well, highs. Uh, you're going to be hot on our pick this week. I, I'm feeling good about it. From what I understand, when you came on with the guys last week, it didn't go so well for them with their picks. But I believe in you going into this week. What's the lock of the week for Ben Heisler? The one that you're like, this is. there's no way this goes wrong for me. I'm confident in this particular pick. Oh, my goodness. You're telling me that, you know, in the time where the first two weeks of the season where favorites are uh, like 10 games under 500. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way, Heiss. I'm one and eight. Yeah, Heiss, it's a nice big red rash on BK's chest from him getting waxed. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about the wax. There's so many follow-up questions that I have, but <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. I, I'm looking at the Sunday night game between the Packers and the 49ers, and the line has stayed fairly consistent all week at San Francisco minus three and a half, and I really can't figure out why. I know the Green Bay defense looked atrocious in the first game of the season against New Orleans. We also saw who New Orleans was in week two against Carolina. You also saw that Aaron Rodgers had some things that they just kind of needed to iron out. But did you see some of those throws? He was back to looking like the Aaron Rodgers of old, where he was just finding it into windows that were almost seemed impossible. And let's not forget that the 49ers defense – 
uh, especially in their secondary, have been getting shredded the last couple of weeks. I know the Eagles didn't put a ton of points on the board last week, but they had several big plays, and the 49ers ultimately just was able to stand tall, especially in the red zone, limit them uh, to not a lot of opportunities there. But I, I like Green Bay quite a bit, especially with Aaron Rodgers starting to figure some things out. The defense gave up zero points to the Lions in the second half. They, they really are, are riding some nice momentum coming into this game. And I also know that Aaron Rodgers thrives in primetime games where he's the opportunity to give the middle bird to uh, really everybody that he wants to. So I, I'm looking at Green Bay. I like the fact that I can get them right now uh, at plus three and a half. Uh, considering that I can get that hook, I, I certainly expect Green Bay to cover this week. All right, Benny, this is like trash on trash for me, but I need to cut, find a way to get the correct pick on this one. The Falcons versus the Giants. I'm leaning towards the Falcons because I do feel like they made some progress in week two, even though they lost. But I'm always so unsure when you're taking on a team that's already 0-2 and needs to pull out a victory like the Giants do at home. Yeah, I, I think both of these teams could use a victory. I, I think for the Falcons, Certainly in the second half, it looked a little bit better. But if you're Tampa Bay at that point, you already had the game completely in control. I think it was a little bit more smoke and mirrors. And that's not to say that I don't think Atlanta will improve as the season goes on. There's still plenty of playmakers, especially on the offensive side of the ball and Calvin Ridley. And I think Mike Davis showed last year that he's perfectly capable of being, you know, a solid pass catching running back. Kyle Pitts, uh, there's certainly a very exciting future there, but um, Giants need this one desperately. Uh, it's a, a big Joe Judge hot seat type of game. And I think we're going to see a bit of a breakout from, from Saquon Barkley this week as well. The, the touches are starting to get a little bit more up. You're starting to see a little bit more explosive burst coming back from that knee injury a season ago. Um, and the Falcons right now can't stop anybody uh, when it comes to either the run or in the pass. So, so go ahead and give me the Giants. I don't expect it to be a blowout because the Giants tend to you know, let teams hang around probably longer than they should be. And let's also not forget, guys, that Daniel Jones had perhaps his best game of his career last week against a very good Washington defense. Uh, granted, on the other side, it was Taylor Heineke, so we thought the Giants probably should have been closer in that game. But I think that's a big step forward for Daniel Jones to be efficient with the football, use his legs to his advantage, um, and really start to make some more progress in downfield throws. He's had a great connection with Sterling Shepard all season. Uh, I do like the Giants to cover in this game at minus three and certainly go ahead and win that one outright. Ben Heisler is the managing editor over at Betside. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Be sure to give him a follow on Twitter. He is at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S. Heis the game I don't have a great feel for, honestly, this week is probably the best game of the weekend, and that's the Bucks going to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. I really like this Rams team a lot. I still think the Bucks right now are the most complete team in the NFL, but defensively they haven't been quite as good as I would have expected them to be so far through the first two weeks of the season. Do you give the Rams a decent shot to be able to come away with this one with a win? I give them a decent shot, but I still like Tampa Bay. In fact, a lot of the sharp money that's come in over at WinBet Sportsbook, the, the sportsbook that we partner at uh, over at uh, BetSide, it has come in and has shifted this line um, from the Rams at minus one and a half to right now Tampa Bay as the favorites in this game. Um, you know, right now it's probably going to stay that way throughout the week. I, I like Tampa to go ahead and win this game on the road. I don't think playing in you know SoFi Stadium is going to feel like a threat for Tom Brady. Their offensive line has been really good. They've been consistent. They can also do the one thing that the Rams can't in this game. Uh, Rams aren't going to be able to run the ball. No team has run the ball effectively against Tampa Bay in, in over a season. So when you make Matthew Stafford one-dimensional, it's not to say that he can't take some chances downfield. He's got great wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. 
Um, but I, I just don't think that's how the Rams like to play. They like to set up play action. They like to put Stafford on the move. Uh, and when you take away that ability, that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for pressure to be generated by Tampa Bay. Um, I, I think they're going to try to run, and it's going to be very unsuccessful. And then you're going to see Tampa Bay really start to, to pin their ears back, put a ton of pressure on Stafford to get the ball out quick. So I, I like Tampa Bay to cover here. I just think they are able to do more than what the Rams are going to be able to offer, even though they're at home. I, I think the home field advantage in this case really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. Heist, final one from me. Are you officially believing in this Las Vegas Raiders team? Because they, to me, are always a team I feel like the shoe's going to drop and they're going to lose and it's going to be like, oh, okay, they're back down to earth. But you're 2-0, and and I mean, you're taking on a Miami Dolphins team that may not be having Tua this week. Yeah, I mean, they're getting off to the type of start that Vegas could have hoped for, right? You know, two games... So far this year, they're 2-0 and against the spread, um, and they were 2-0 and as underdogs winning straight up with that big win on Monday Night Football uh, at home against Baltimore, and then going to Pittsburgh uh, on the road and taking care of business, putting up 26 points against a very good defense, and Derek Carr for back-to-back weeks put up over 350 yards through the air and multiple touchdowns. Like They look impressive. At the same time, I was thinking about this very topic, the idea that maybe the Raiders, the team that was projected to finish last, in the best division in football, the AFC West, maybe you can make an argument that it's the NFC West this year, but certainly the West divisions are very impressive. I mean, they have had a history of getting off to, to pretty hot starts. Think about last year, six and three, ended up finishing the season at eight and eight. You know, the, the year before they got off to that, uh, you know, that five, six and four start, ended up finishing seven and nine. So this is kind of what the Raiders have done, especially I think about that dominant win on the road at Kansas City last year and then never really recovered ever since. So I don't know if it's necessarily smoke and mirrors. I think maybe the Raiders are better than we thought because their defense is getting pressure on the quarterback. So it's an opportunity for them certainly to start off 3-0. and Miami coming into this game fairly hobbled, certainly sets up well for them. Uh, but then they go on the road against the Chargers. That's going to be a tough game. Should get a win against Chicago at home and then go up against Denver and the Broncos have been playing some really inspired football as well, and their schedule's going to start to get a little bit more difficult, especially when they're going to have to play the Chiefs. So maybe the Raiders are in the conversation to go ahead and make the playoffs, but they're certainly not winning the division, and I can certainly see a scenario, especially with games in the final back half of the season against Denver, Indianapolis, and the Chargers in the final three games. Don't forget Cleveland and Kansas City. Uh, I expect another fade for the Raiders. I think they're just going to hold us off a little bit longer than they typically do. All right, Heis, I can't let you go without some entertainment for the weekend because BK, as you know, he lost his second week of betting. By the way, he lost his third week of betting, too, here on BK and Ferrario. He's got to wear a, a nice lederhosen to Oktoberfest tomorrow with us, so that'll be entertaining in itself. But, Heis, I got to let you hear uh, BK screaming after he had a nice waxing done on Monday. Take a listen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part about it was after we waxed him, he yelled, God, I hate you, Chiefs. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, if this is an opportunity for you, BK, to learn a lesson that I, I think all of us could probably use. We wrote about this over at Betside this week. The Chiefs over their last 13 games, despite being the best team, perhaps second best team in the NFL behind Tampa Bay, 2-11. and 11 against the spread. They have been one of the worst covering teams in the NFL. They're getting six and a half points this week at home against the chargers and the public 
still continues to be all over Kansas City. Uh, it might be one of those times where you just go ahead and, and sit the next couple plays out on betting the Chiefs for a little bit. I wish I could just sit the next couple of weeks out, forget the Chiefs, just sit the weeks out so that way I could figure out what's gone wrong with my picks. It's gone very, very poorly, Heist. I was 1-2 and two in week one and have not had a pick correct since. So. BK, all I heard from Heist um, there was pick the Chiefs and uh, make sure you pick the cover on that one this yeah, week. The problem is I'm going to get on... I'm going to go on the uh, Chargers this week, and then suddenly the trend's going to reverse, and now here we are. It's going to be great, Heis. I can't wait for it. Just just avoid the game at all, BK. (laughs) Go ahead with some of the other locks of the week and just – May just just enjoy the Chiefs and Chargers and don't put any money. I think that's probably the way to go. He's Ben Heisler. You can find his work over at BetSide and you can follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis. We always enjoy having him on with us each and every Thursday here on BK and Ferrario. Heis, we'll talk with you again next week, my man. All right, guys. I'll let you know if I have a mortgage after the Cardinals game. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.